Samora Jones here, your emotional restoration coach, and welcome back to season two, season two of Shattered Hold Podcast. Yay! <laughs> where we where we talk, feel, and heal by doing what? Acknowledging our hurt, claiming our healing, and living as a new creation. I cannot tell you how excited I am to be back with you guys um it is it was an amazing experience to talk to all of the uh people that we spoke to in the first season like nia jackson keith sawyer nikiba mccoy we got jay now you know like um all of these dynamic people who really just um were able to like pour in in so many different ways and guess what season two won't miss like it just won't miss so i'm super excited for all of the leaders and all of the people who will be coming on sharing their testimonies their stories um tips and tricks and different things like that but i I don't even really like to say tips and tricks but things that are impactful that actually have been beneficial in their lives um so that you can pull the principles like sometimes the experience you don't need to duplicate the experience but you want to pull out the experience um so i'm super excited about all of that that will take place this season so make sure that you are what subscribed you don't want to you don't want to be unsubscribed you want to make sure that you're subscribed that you're connected whether you're on youtube or apple um, podcast if you're on spotify if you're on anchor uh, we're coming to iheart radio um uh, iheart podcast i should say and we're super super excited to just keep going and just keep being a part of um partnering that's because that's what this is this is a partnership in conversation with you um, of how do you go through the steps of acknowledging your hurt, claiming your healing and living as a new creation? Like, what does those things mean? It, it's so simple in its explanation, um, yet it's such a process to go through because you're talking through things that you have literally embedded into your life in the way that you function in the way that you move and in some places it has served you well in some spaces um the way that you have previously or even currently functioned has served you for your benefit but now you're hitting that wall in that space where you're trying to figure out why it doesn't feel the way that it used to why is it not birthing new experiences why do you feel stuck why do you feel unfulfilled like why do you feel deaf to the purpose of your life and a lot of that is not being it not have gone through these steps of acknowledging um the hurts of your life um acknowledging what actually is yours what was promised to you um and then living that thing out 
because now I'm taking on new behaviors that I've never done before. And since I don't live in a world by myself, that means that I have to interact with other people who, one, have to experience this new version of me. One, me experiencing new, this, this new version of me. <laughs> um, learning how to give myself grace, forgiveness, all of those things that we talked about, things taking time. Um, and then how they play out in this thing we call life. Um, and in some places, it's countercultural. Countercultural may tell you one thing on how to do, and I'm and 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 everything that I'm going that I talk to you about is going to be biblically based. So it's going to be countercultural. Um, but I, but I'm like, if my creator is the truth, <laughs> right? I'm like, for me, that is not a debate. My creator is the truth, and he tells me the truth of who he is, and then who he says I am. Than me then walking out that journey. It's not easy. <laughs> um, it's challenging, right? Because you have this perfect God and this imperfect woman. And there's so much grace, love, patience, correction, <laughs> and challenge that goes into those spaces. Um, and what I loved was he left us with community. And the Holy Spirit. That is absolutely um, God's love and grace for us. So being able to tap into those resources, tap into um, that identity. It then normally, like once you know who you are, there are some things that won't have permission to stand in the same room with you with the same authority things that used to give authority and conversation you will no longer once you really know who you are um but all of that to say i wanted to talk about this particular episode um about being in two places both being true but both really not looking like one another and um, I called it healed and in process. Healed and in process. So the Bible says that I, that I am healed. That, that that is something that is sealed, signed, and delivered. Done. Right? And I believe that to be true, not just for me, but for you. If you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Christ and Savior, I was like, then healed is is what you have it, it it is what is what you are i was like but with that and i hate to use the word but i'm going to say as well <laughs> as well as a better is a, is a better uh phrase for that is you're also healing in process right um there's a statement that i say that healing is a decision um but that decision uh, manifests itself over the course of time. Uh, and I know we live in a very instant gratification space where once we say something, we want to see it. And if it's not going to happen, it needs to happen within the three, next three to six weeks. But that's not reality, right? There are some things that heal and come to you quicker than others. But there's others processes that take years to happen 
is it any lesser? Because through the journey of it, you have strengthened a muscle that you otherwise would have never even addressed without walking down this path of the process of healing. The process of healing uh, is in that acknowledging, claiming, and living. Acknowledging, right? And we talked about this her season, but acknowledging um, the hurt is being able to separate the feelings from the facts. Not to say that the feelings don't matter, but the feelings don't get to be the dominant conversation at the table. It doesn't have a voting right at the table because feelings fluctuate. What you want is the continuous truth to have an authoritative voice at the table, which are the facts. What are the facts of what occurred? What are the facts of what happened? When you are diving into the facts of what happened, and I'm not saying this part is easy, because the fact that someone hurt you and caused you physical or emotional pain, that is a fact that occurred. When you separate the feeling from it, it's, um, I, I like to call it, a, if I can use this illustration, um, we use a paintbrush. Our imagination uses this paintbrush and depending on what paint we dip our uh, brush into, it then determines what the picture finally looks like. Because if we dip it into assumptions, then assumptions begin to be a part of painting the picture. Well, they did it because, and I know they just said it because, and they just did it because they were thinking, I made us, all of these are assumptions that get to be a part of the canvas of the picture that I'm painting of what occurred. And then I dip my brush into rejection. And then I take the rejection and I start to paint it as a part of the picture. And now the picture is becoming more, more vibrant and louder. Um, and it is striking a different kind of emotion. If you've ever gone to the museum and you've seen these bright and vibrant and uh, images and pictures, they, you know, they, they convey this emotion, you know, out of you that you're, it, it blows you away. Now, you can do that same thing with a situation that has occurred. When you are not taking into account the separating of the facts of it and the feelings of it, you will allow your feelings to be the master painter instead of the, um, the facts being the one that's deciding what the image will look like. Because once you have a clear and identified uh, picture, then you can take that and go, okay, here are the things that not only did I didn't like, but I can now see how things are rooted back to that. Because when you start to separate things, you'll start to find out where they are uh, repeating themselves. Because they'll repeat themselves in different aspects of your journey. And as I say, in, in uninvited places. You did not invite this feeling of rejection into this conversation that you're having with your boss that's telling you, hey, I need to give you some constructive feedback. 
because it's reminding you of a hurt that's familiar. But because you never dealt with the hurt, it gets to have permission to pick up that same paintbrush and now it's painting your boss, your job, your coworkers with this pain of rejection and assumptions. But if you don't deal with it, then there's nothing for you to, you can't claim the growth of that promotion. You can't claim the prosperity of being, um, of being seen in a different light because your attitude and your positioning is of a poisonous tree towards yourself. So how do we understand that we're healed, but that we're in process? If we're healed, does it mean that we are, that we don't have to do any work? <laughs> that we don't have to take any responsibility? That we don't have to um, be held accountable and I know accountability has become a very dirty word in our society, and I don't really understand why. There is such a beauty in accountability. Now here's, now here's where, again, I'm going to use that same principle of separating feelings from facts. There have been some people who have used accountability to be abusive. Because we're, we're not perfect people, and we are not in a perfect world, you have these situations where in relationships, whatever the dynamic, you deal with these imperfect moments in time, including self, instead of um, self-afflicting ones or self-giving ones, right? Because you are not perfect. I am not perfect. So I'm making mistakes. You're making mistakes. There's things that we could have said better, did better, functioned better. But that's why accountability is so beautiful. Because it gives us the ability to have a self-reflective look as well as an external look at our impact. So we're not suffering in the bubble of our own delusion but it's an opportunity for us to have deliverance and elevation by understanding like who we are and the experience that people are having with encounters with us. So you don't want to be scared of being accountable because what you don't want to do is keep painting every artwork masterpiece room of your life with the same brushes of assumptions, rejection, pain, um, or, or even self-sabotage. Because sometimes the issue is not external. Sometimes the issue is you not understanding what you deserve, not understanding you um, that even though that God has said that you're healed, that the process that you walk to to see the manifestation of that in your life requires you it requires you to know that if that's that not if that's my truth then what are, then then what does it look like for for me there are so many times for myself that um 
that I've heard things and I've listened to people give like different situations and different um, and different feedback. And I had to like ask questions for myself. You know, like I'm listening to the feedback. And um, one thing that I used to hear a lot was that, oh, you know, you're very like intimidating or you're very aggressive. And I know that a lot of (laughs) a lot of black women say this is something that we hear all the time. This is like, you know, we're the angry black women and we're this and we're that. And here's here's where it may get controversial for some people right um on the one hand i know the stereotype and it is unfair it is ridiculous um and it dehumanizes us in so many different levels now there are times where you have to look at who's saying it the context and all that stuff but not every time that's true sometimes you are being angry you are aggressive you are intimidating why and i was like and it's and it's being open to hear whether or not it's true and this is why it's so important to like know who you are like know who you are and um when you know who you are when someone says something about you that's so far out of your character questions come up not defense mechanisms because defense mechanisms close you out from hearing, from having an opportunity of connection and understanding of other people's experience of what you think. I would say because intention and impact are not the same. You can intentionally, positively hope that you do X, Y, and Z, but if the intended target is having a different impact than what you attend, um, intended for it to be, then having a conversation and listening to people I was like, mature, and, and this is in mature conversations, right? Because some people will project what it is their insecurities are onto you. But again, even in, even in the communication, you'll find out where it belongs. You'll find out, hey, because you'll separate the facts from the feelings, the behavior, right? And the impact, and you'll see how how those things line up. And this is what I do even with my clients. Like when we're having conversations and we're listening to feedback and we're going through all these things, I want to know what was your response? Was it defensive or did you ask questions? Did you become curious? Because when you like throwing up your defenses automatically literally locks you out of new information that you can have to better uh, improve your relationship with the people that you spend time with on this earth because you are not alone, literally, (laughs) not alone. Um, So when I would hear that, when I would hear that, you know, you're intimidating, you're this, I started asking more questions because in the beginning of it, I thought I was like, I was like, I was trying to, I was confused by it. If I'm being really honest, I was like, what do you mean by that? And in some cases, I found out because I spoke confidently, um, the one person told me, they said, well, you speak very matter of fact. And I was like, well, what do you mean by that? And they go, it seems like you're not asking questions when you're speaking or you're, you're like, you're so sure of yourself. And I said, well, 
I do. I, I was like, I do speak with confidence because I really do think before I speak. Um, and because I think before I speak, I'm confident in what it is that I'm um, what. I, and I was like, and it's my it's my like natural disposition. You know, I was like, this is a this space that I grew into because I started to value um, my mouth. And because I valued my mouth and my mind and my being, you know, I walk in that. I walk in the strength of knowing who I am, why I am who I am, and um, understanding that I'm still growing and developing. So I forgive myself often. I ask questions. I'm very curious um, with my circle and with people who are, you know, are around me. So I started to ask deeper, you know, you know, questions and, and I get it. Some people are like, well, I'm not going into that every time someone says something. I was like, the person that you're asking the question to, you want to value their impact. You want to you value their feedback, I should say. You want to know why they, why they felt that way. I was like, but if you're hearing that more times than not, it's worth looking into. It's worth understanding your impact on the relationships that you're having. It is a great temperature check um, and ability to hold yourself accountable. It is a part of healing and process. And you'll find yourself picking up that paintbrush of assumptions a lot less. You'll find that rejection paint is running out. Because you're not You're asking questions Which is eliminating the rejection piece Because you're finding out um, Oh well Oh no I didn't I didn't choose you for, for that Not because I didn't think that, that you could, could Do it but um, This was something that we wanted you to focus on And this project is like Is so important that we, that we need your, your Eyes and attention here so we started To go in this direction because This is something because People always um, forget sometimes with like your managers and your bosses and your leaders, they have a view of a fuller picture that you don't. And sometimes even your parents, they have a picture of a bigger vision that you don't. So questions is the best way to understand more of the picture instead of assuming that you are being rejected and not, um, and that they don't want you in the picture. So think about this still being true, healed, and in being processed, layers. Um, I remember um, being in um, a conversation with my husband and I felt like I was like I was like I feel like you're just not understanding me or or hearing like hearing me and I'm not quite sure like why you can't why you are not hearing me and he said that it wasn't even about me <laughs> he was in a space where it was just really hard for him to hear because of what he was dealing with. If I didn't ask him the question, I would have never known, unless eventually he said something, but I would have never known that 
sometimes that people are going through something that has that affects you but has nothing to do with you and that's a hard pill to swallow because my needs need to be met now i want you to meet my need now because the topic is up now the question is up now the the thing that needs to be done is now very instant gratification very now very um uh, self self-absorbed because only picture or vision that you see is your own but when you're in relationship with people being able to stop pause and hear where the other person is one allows you an opportunity to pause and ask yourself a couple of questions one where are you Oh, you thought I was going to automatically go to how can I be there for them? How can you figure out where you are? Because sometimes when even your spouse is telling you that they're in a place, if you don't take a temperature check of where you are, you will add fuel to the flame instead of being a part of the extinguisher of the fl- of the fire that they're already on being in a healing process means that you don't just see and hear yourself but you hear others and you find out how you can be um an aid or you need to like pull yourself back and get it uh, and get a full assessment on yourself because once you know your capacity then you can work your capacity you can work where you are so at the time we both were going through something what happens when you both are going through something what happens when you both are experiencing um, a season and a time where he's in a place where he's having a hard time hearing because of all the things that he is um, dealing with yet it does not eliminate or wipe out the need that I have so what do I do now I find out what I can do I find out what I can tolerate what I can take You know, I was like, that's why therapy is so important. Therapy is an amazing resource that can help you in the ebbs of and flows of changing, of this ever-changing life, ever-changing life. Having a professional resource is so valuable when you are going through ebbs and flows. I was like, because there is no perfect manual to relationships. I know that there is every book out there. Marriage, marriage this and marriage this and and relationship this and friends and this or whatever. And I'm like, and there's coaches for this. And I'm like, because it it is such a dynamic uh, and and vast, you know, uh, thing that it requires a community in order to get through it in in and live in a space of vibrancy i had to find out where i was what i could do and then i could go to him and say how can i help 
I don't know if y'all watch um, Amsterdam. It's it is a um, it is a uh, hospital drama show. I'm like my producer's rolling his eyes. Let me tell you why I don't care because I love this show. Okay, I get frustrated a little a little bit or whatever with any drama as you would, but I love the consistent statement um, of the medical director where. When his people come to him, even when he's hurting, his response to them is, how can I help? And then after that, when someone tells you how you can help them, your communication back is not that I take on what it is that they're going through. It's to find out, because remember, you should be checking in with yourself and what your capacity and what you can do. Your, your thing is to find out within their need, which one can I meet? Which one can I meet and how can I communicate that back to them? And be like, I'm so sorry that you're going through that. I'm like, I can, I can help you here. Is, that, is it okay if I help you? You see the permission statements? Because sometimes... When you, even when someone says, how can I help? And they give you something, you still need to find out whether or not they want you in there. Because you can be going through a few different things. And sometimes it is a season and a space where you they can't help you. It's you and Jesus in this one. No one likes those seasons. <laughs> No one likes those seasons. Um, but there are other times where they, get, where they can say, if you can just, if I know that someone's praying for me, it is a powerful tool. Can I just say this caveat? Okay. Um, I know that the, the government and other places have utilized, you know, my thoughts and prayers are with you. Um, as a way of not dealing with real issues and real problems and real hurts and real systematic things. And um, I, I see it like too often where prayer is something that is thrown over and, and out by the wayside or not giving its full power. Prayer is one of the most powerful tools that you have. It is literally a conversation with God, not just asking for what you want, but for the uh, for the depth of your relationship. How can you be in a relationship with someone you don't talk to? Or you don't show appreciation for you don't show thankfulness. You're not honest about who you are and what you do. That's what confession is. I'm being honest about what it is that I've done that I've fallen short in and all of those things. And I recognize that um, that you are good and that you are great. I appreciate you. I show admiration towards you. You know what I mean? I can thank you for this. And also and then. And then I can tell you what I need. I can tell you that I'm hurting and I'm broken and I'm sad and I'm frustrated and I am cont and I'm and I'm wondering like how much longer God how much longer and then someone says to you hey if you could just pray for me <laughs> 
sometimes you need not walk away. You need to go, can I pray for you right now? So that they can have your strength and your faith in their ear. I'm going to say that again. Sometimes when someone says, man, I just need some, I just need your prayers. Be like, can I pray for you right now? So they, they can hear the strength that they don't have anymore. The faith that's weakening on their end. And to know that someone else went to, um, towards the throne for them. Healing is a process, but you cannot do it without a connection to God. You, you, you can't, you can't do it. You will forever have a shallow hole looking for fulfillment that only your creator can give. Because the healed wasn't sealed by you. It wasn't sealed by you. You didn't have what it takes to seal it. I was like, but the process to access it requires you. And that is amazing news. That is amazing news. That you don't have to walk around shattered. That you don't have to Stay stuck in a forever repeated place of hurt, brokenness, not enough, assumptions, rejection, unforgiveness. It's eating at you. It's killing you. But you have healed, healed, healed. There is a process. It is a process. And most of the process is just decisions. What is the decision that you are making? I said it before, I'll say it again. You are worth a decision for your good. You are worth a decision of an eternal agape love. You are worth caring for in every aspect of your life because you're healed. You're healed. You're just in process. You're just in process. Listen. Deep breath, deep breath, deep breath, deep breath, deep breath, deep breath. Listen, this life ain't easy, okay? It is a journey, and guess what? You ain't doing it alone. Your girl's here. Hey, what's that? Your girl is your girl is here with you. Who wants to partner with you? That's why I love, I love, I love, I love coaching. Um, because it is an opportunity to be with you as you're going through the process and as things pop up, right? I was like, because you can make a decision. And then when you start walking that joker out, now you have all these things that pop up that want to pull you back to your normal place, but you're, you're, you're walking toward a new, a new normal. You're walking towards a new journey. You're walking towards... Um, a place where you have the tools in your toolbox of acknowledging um, what is and what isn't. 
being able to recognize and observe um, different behaviors, being able to take yourself out of situations that don't serve you, being able to have a better grace for yourself and others, forgiving yourself often, loving yourself well, you know what I mean? Setting boundaries that are not abusive to you or others. Because some of these boundaries that I hear are boundaries that lock you in a prison alone. Because they're not realistic to the to the reality and has no grace for people. Your boundaries need to have grace for humanity, including you. If you have a boundary that puts you in a prison, I don't even know why this, you know what I mean? I was like, why this? if you have a boundary that puts you in a prison and that isolates you, that is not what God has for you. Isolating yourself and putting yourself where you are surrounded by no one but you because you're the only wise counsel in the room. You got to try that one again, baby girl. Baby boy. My guy. People. Folks. Thems. Everybody's. Hellos. Hellos. Reset. Reset. It ain't right. It ain't right. It ain't right. I want you to know your value. Know your worth is work. Don't let your don't let your normal be mediocre to you. You're so much better than that. You're so much better than that. But listen, this season, this season. We gonna go in. We gonna go in. We're gonna have amazing, dynamic conversations with people from all different fields, like all all different fields, so that you understand that no one, no one gets to uh, escape this process. No one gets to uh, hide. In any place or position Without having to face the person in the mirror Who are you? Who do you Who do you When they said uh, in the Bible It was like You know God Like who who do I say Who do I say to you are? You tell them that I am that I am Listen my my producer fell a go in his system (laughs) Um, But I was like knowing who you are. I was like, is it? I was like, is a process. You don't just. I know even like even wonderful parents who gave their kids affirmations and tell yourself in the mirror, you're beautiful and you're strong, you're amazing, you're wonderful. I love that. I love that. (laughs) I love that. But understanding like what that means when you are walking out this thing called life. When you're walking out this thing called life, understanding like what that means. Um, and everybody needs to take a look in America and figure it out and then find out who you are, why you are that are. <laughs> um, and then go into that process. So listen, I am always, always grateful that you allowed me to have your ear. And I don't think that you'll listen to this episode by happenstance. Hmm, I said it. I know that you are listening to this episode because you needed to hear something that was in it. I pray that it 
bless you. I bless it. I played it. It overflows in you. And that not only will you be blessed, but you'll share it with someone who will be blessed. And that you will come back again and listen to the next episode and the past episodes if you didn't listen to it before um, and join the Shattered Whole family. Um, I'm so excited. We have merch coming. Um, Listen, I felt that in my soul. Uh, <laughs> I was like, we have merch that is coming, that is available right now. So you can go to the website um, at samorajones.com and go to the store and, um, and get your Healed in Process merch. Um, get everything that you, that you need. Rep where you're going. Re- listen, rep your healing rep your healing it is a blessing to heal it is an even better blessing to be healed Uh, so listen remember that i see you that i am listening and that i love you